Good morning, Nachum Gederev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Shmos. We start the second book of the Torah. And the second book of the Torah is the book of our deliverance. The first part of the book deals with Yitzias Mitzrayim. The second part of the book is the revelation at Sinai to several million Jews. And the third part is the building of a sanctuary for God. You'll note that all three are Lamala Minateva, supernatural in nature. You have to ask yourself, if there are no mitzvos among the 613 within Pasha Shmos, so what's the purpose of our reading every year? We know this story. So clearly, one level of understanding for reading the Parsha is for us to learn lessons. And so I'd like to point out a theme which is found within the this Parsha, next week's Parsha, and literally at the very bedrock of our becoming a people. And that is the concept of Akoras Hatov, of a person being appreciative and recognizing that which is done on his behalf and the significance thereof. And so let's start with the very beginning of the Parsha. The Torah tells us, Could you imagine a new king in Egypt? Who did not know Joseph. Impossible. How could an American president not know George Washington, Abraham Lincoln? How could he not know, come on, Joseph, who made such incredible reforms for the entire land, who saved the economy, saved the people? And so what's the answer? Rashi says, well, he, to use that Yiddish word, made himself mishvisendik. It's very easy to say. He made believe. After all, he rationalized. We already did enough for the Jewish people. We gave them Goshen, and we gave them jobs, and we hosted them when they had to leave the land of Canaan. We don't owe them anything. That's the idea. Paro was a Kofui Tov. What does that mean? Paro was an ingrate. Ah, once you are an ingrate, say our rabbis, ingrate man to man. So the rabbis tell us, whoever is not appreciative and denies the good that's done to him by another human being, in the end, in the end, he, she, unfortunately comes to deny and to dismiss the good which is done to that person by God himself. And therefore, a person has to be a makir tov. Interestingly, explains the Sefer Achinuch in Mitzvah 33, which is the fifth commandment to honor one's parents. Come on, why should I honor my parents? Did I ask to be born? And his answer is very sharp, that namely... Look what your parents have done for you. And especially when you were in a position when you couldn't feed yourself and dress yourself and take care of yourself, they gave you literally life. And therefore, 
you are to be makir tov. When children become parents themselves, then they really realize, oh my goodness, look what my parents did for me. But now, says the chinuch, as a result of my capital A, appreciation and gratitude for my parents, then I'm able to take this and transfer this when you have literally inculcated this kind of appreciation within your soul, it will come and stem from this to recognize to recognize what God has done for me and for everybody else starting from the very beginning of history. The concept being that man is to be a makir tov. And it's for this reason that the Talmud says in Bavakama, Tzadi Beis, Amid Beis 92b, you go to a wedding and Chamra Lamare. The the wine that's being served has been paid for and belongs to the host. But yet the tivusa l'shakra, you say thank you to the waiter. Why are you saying thank you to the waiter? The waiter, it's not his, and he's being paid, so he's doing his job to pour the wine for you. But the answer is no. You have to train yourself too be a makir tov, to be someone who shows appreciation. And look at Paro. Ashelayodas Yosef. It starts that, come on, he did not know Yosef. And what do we find in chapter 5 of um, this parsha when Moshe comes to Paro? What does Paro say in chapter 5, Pasuk 2? Mi Hashem, Who is God that I should listen to him? L'shalach is Yisrael to send the Jewish people. Lo yodate es Hashem. It starts, Yosef, and it goes forth to Lo yodate es Hashem. He doesn't know God. Now this unfortunately how did we even begin or why did we have to be in Egypt which is the Kur HaBarzel. Kur HaBarzel is a term that's used in Parshas Eschanan, describing what the Egyptian servitude was. It was that furnace which clearly uh, burnt away all of the impurities from the metal and in here all the negative characteristics of our peoplehood. Look carefully. On the first day that Moshe goes out to his people, we're told in chapter 2, he sees an Egyptian beating up a Jew. Moshe looks this way and that way. Literally, he means, is anybody watching? And there was no one that was watching, meaning no, quote, outsider. What does Moshe do? And Moshe, come on, kills the Egyptian. And he buries him in the sand. On the next day, when he breaks up a fight between two Jews, what does Dustin and Aviram say to Moshe? Wait a minute. Who made you the boss around here? Okay? Are you going to kill me like you, quote, killed the Egyptian? So Moshe says, Now I see the matter is known. What do you mean the matter is known? There was no one there except the Jewish people, but ouch, it was one of our own that informed on Moshe. And Moshe says, Now I know why the Jewish people have to be in servitude, because they need to be cleansed of their quote-unquote negative characteristics. It's so important for a person to be makir tov. What does it mean? 
It's hard for a person to say thank you. You want to know why? Because when I say thank you, I am saying, you know something? I really couldn't have done it by myself without you. And people don't want to be beholden to the next one. And therefore we rationalize, sure you did me a favor. You were going there anyway, so it wasn't much that you took me out of your way. And after all, you owed me one. I can come up with all kinds of, you know, uh, rationalizations why I shouldn't have to say, quote-unquote, thank you to you. Now, Rav Hutna, points out that the term modim that we say in the Shemona Esrei modim anach now what does it mean that we simply are saying thank you, yeah, we're saying thank you that we are your people but more significant he notes that modim means I acknowledge I admit, what am I admitting I'm admitting that I need you God and that is so basic and fundamental. Note, when a person has a Danish, right, or any of the Zion Minim, wine, of the seven species, as the Torah indicates in the fifth book, chapter 8, verse 8, he makes the bracha, which is bracha achas mein shalosh, the bracha we know as alamichya. If you have a drink, a fruit, fish, meat, what do you say? Thank you, God, for creating multitude of souls, and their deficiencies. We thank God that we are deficient. Why? Because as a result of our being deficient, we recognize that we, capital H, need Him. Ah, and this brings us, Lachios Bahem Nefesh Kolchai, this brings us to um, sustain us. Baruchaya Olamim, bless you, God, in this world for giving us the drink and the sustenance in this world. But as a result of our acknowledging Him, we get Olamim, the next world as well. Man needs to be a makir tov. And that's why we have the mitzvos of Bikurim bringing the first fruits. And when a Jew brought his first fruits to the base of Migdash, he said, thank you, Hashem. Thank you for bringing me to this land. Thank you for giving me the fruits. The Birkas HaMazon, Hashem needs our thank you. He doesn't need the thank you. We need the thank you. So we thank Hashem. And once we thank Hashem in the first bracha for the food, we thank Him in the second bracha for the land of Israel. We thank Him in the third bracha for the government, for the kingship of Israel. And we thank Him in the fourth bracha for sustaining us in the exile. Note in the first bracha points out Rabbi Cheskel Sarna, Seichet Tzadik Levra, so sharp. You say in the first blessing, Hazan es ha'olam, literally God who sustained the world. Bechein bechesed uvarachamim, with chein, which is with charm. What does it mean that God sustains the world with charm? A girl has charm, but the answer is no. Our food is all different colors. Look at the color of the orange. Look at the color of the peppers. Look at the color of watermelon. Amazing. He could have nourished us in black and white, but in, the salad is so not only new, is healthful for you, but it's also very pleasant to look at. Chaim. Finally, you should know that 
we are to be makir tov, appreciative to the United States of America. Reb Shmuel Birnbaum, the head of the Mir Yeshiva, every year at the dinner of the Mir would get up and thank the United States of America, which he called the Medina of Chesed, the Medina of Kindness, coming from Poland, knowing what happened to the Jews in Europe, knowing history, that they were Al-Tiftach Peh. Where do you find over 200 years where the Jewish people are unmolested and free to do what they want, to study Torah, to have yeshivos, mikvaos, and we can raise our children with Jewish pride. Of course Israel is home. We should be makir tov to the United States. And therefore, on this day, when there is transition of government within our United States in a peaceful way, we wish the incoming administration Hatzlacha, Habi Mispaleel Bishlomo Shalmalchos. We are Mispaleel for the success of this administration, that he should continue our efforts of Lesakein Olam Bimalchus Shakai to make this world a better place, literally identifying with and reflecting the ways of God. Shabbat Shalom to all.